we'll get through it. All right. Um, obviously, thanks for being here. Um, well, recap Saturday in Birmingham. You know, in every imaginable way, everything, um, everything that could go not our way went not our way. And so um, can't turn the football over the way we did. Um, you know, one in the red zone early in the game. Um, and then certainly the fumble backed up from Byram. And when they've got an offense that could score and they've had an offense that could score all year, possessions are at a premium. You got to go score points. And we didn't do that early. And, and we were within seven twice and just couldn't capitalize. And so in every imaginable way, disappointing in, in how it went on both sides of the ball. Can't turn it over. You got to be able to sustain drives and then defensively, obviously, um, wasn't pretty in terms of um, in terms of tackling in space, in terms of being able to to stop um, the East West pass game. So disappointing in a lot of ways. Um, you know, what I told the team was the, the part that was really frustrating was that I didn't think our best players played well um, and really all across the board offensively um, without totally naming names, but our best players didn't play well. We had dropped balls from some of our best players. Um, we had things up front from some of our best players. Uh, Byram, um, I thought at times uh, played really, really well. And then at times um, wasn't patient in the pocket and was trying to force things. Um, and on top of turning it over, um, with the fumble, you know, forcing a ball that didn't need to be forced on third down and field goal range. So part of his growth, uh, there's nobody harder on himself than himself. So part of his growth, um, and then defensively, you know, the, we were in position to make plays, uh, get people down and we didn't make them. And again, some of our best players. So when you look at it somewhere along the lines, we didn't coach well enough. That's my fault, um, and I'll own it. Um, certainly owned it to them as well. Um, and, and I told the guys, like, the blame will always be distributed amongst the grown-ups that are getting paid to get it right. Um, and so that's our fault, my fault, leading it, uh, not having us as prepared as we need to be. So recalibrated Sunday, looked at why that was, um, and you know, there's a million excuses we can make. We won't make them. We got to keep moving forward. Um, we're halfway through the year. We've got a really good football team coming in. So looking at Saturday, um, you know, well coached, um, have athletes on offense, good offensive scheme, uh, play with tempo, um, similar to what we just played in terms of trying to get playmakers the ball in space. They have them. Uh, they got one of the top receivers in the country. They're good up front. They run the ball extremely well, and then defensively they fly around. They've got really good size up front, uh, really sound on defense, nothing crazy complicated, but they, they know what they do. They're well coached, and they play really hard. So um, really good challenge for us, again, at home now um, in front of a home crowd, and we got to go get it. So uh, really solid Tuesday. I thought the guys are really, really focused. Um, you know, sometimes I think you need, uh, just like in life, you need somebody to, to wake you up a little bit. And I think, I don't know that we ever thought we arrived 
Um, like I'm super cautious of that, super guarded against that. Uh, but you're, you're talking about 18 to 22 year olds who, if you're still working on what a process looks like, like what a game week looks like and super cautious of people telling us how good we are or man, we're doing things we hadn't done in a while man, you got to reset and just play the next one. That's why you guys see me. I'm never too high on anything, never too low on anything because there's always a challenge coming up next. And so I think it's really going to be interesting to see how we respond. Um, you know, and again, the challenge yesterday, the challenge out there today is our best players got to play really well. And, um, and I'm interested to see if we do. So recalibrated as a staff, man, things that didn't go well, we didn't coach well enough. Um, and we got to be able to just go play fast on both sides of the ball. And, um, and I certainly look forward to the challenge. So open it up. Coach, every game is an experience and a learning experience, good or bad. What do you learn from this and what do you give to the players? Uh, from, you're talking about the UAB game? Yeah. You know, I think we learned um, in some ways where where our focus is sometimes got to be guided you know i think we're we're i said this uh last december we're in a race against ourselves to get as good as we can as fast as we can and when you come in and and you're attacking everything you know i i my wife always asked me how my day was and like man like you you really want to hear like like, and the answer is no, she actually doesn't. It was, it's like a token, like, how you doing, you know? Um, but, like, there's so much you're trying to make sure is right. And for me, as the head coach, the focus is kind of constantly shifting. Um, you know, obviously the scheme part, and obviously our, our, our culture and our, where our players are um, recruiting administratively, what, what's got to get done. So, to me, like it's so much what is important right this second and i always feel like everything is important right this second so guiding our staff into what is critically important um and from a scheme standpoint and from a personnel standpoint you're you're trying to fill trying to find out what you're really good at and continue to do that at a really high level that's why i made the comment of our best players didn't play well um, like that can't happen. So why is that? Well, that's where I always talk about process. Like where in there did our best players not have the ability to play well? Is it injury? Is it our guys like banged up and man, are they too banged up to actually be like they're cleared medically, but are they too banged up to actually do the job we're asking them to do? Is it that we're not putting them in the right positions to be successful? And I'm talking both sides of the ball is are we focusing enough on certain aspects of the scheme, certain aspects of the route, certain aspect of whatever? So what I learned from a Saturday like that is, man, we went somewhere we were off, right? And where that is, it's, it's a multitude of all of those things, you know, and it comes back to, did we coach well enough? Like, clearly not. And I own that. Like, somewhere along the line, we didn't coach well enough whether it was scheme, whether it was personnel, whether it was the, the right call at the right time, whatever it may be, or purely we were outmatched. Somewhere in there, like you gotta have an answer. And you know, I think to all of us as a staff, the challenge is if something's not working, 
do something different? And are we prepared to have a counterpunch? You know, I, to me, I always tell the guys, man, like everybody has, has a really good plan. Like, and then you get punched in the face and now is the plan still to keep swinging? You hear me say that all the time. Or do I get punched in the face and now I don't know what my response is. So having a counter to everything you're doing, it's, it's part of growth, it's part of building, but you wanna build and grow with wins. So we gotta fine tune everything that is going on on a Saturday so it doesn't happen. And when I tell you I question everything, I question everything, but I also question everything after a win. Literally from the, our prep to each practice to the scheme to how we flew there, the hotel, the food, to our travel, like all of it, I question every single step of the way because as we continue to build and something like that happens, we can pinpoint, man, like that's why it happened, fix that, keep it moving. And um, you could say it's all part of year one. You could say it's like, how does it happen that your best players didn't play? Like all of that falls on me and I'm gonna continue to plug through it. But there's a ton you can learn from it. Coach Cooper with the Lightning preaches process over outcome. But he's got 82 games. Would you say yours is more process determines outcome? Um, well, absolutely. The process determines outcome in, in the form of a game. At the end of it, if you continue to harp on the process part of it and don't worry about the result, then you actually have something to point to like that. That's why I keep saying like process driven rather than result driven. I don't know coach Cooper like that, but 82 games compared to 12 games. I don't know that, that, that part matters as much as we're evaluated on 12 weeks. There's less body of work, but at the end of the day, our job is to win those football games. So the process has got to be right. Coach at the end of the first quarter, it's 21, 14. You're still in the game. Then the roof came in. Did you see anything that was going on that, that changed anything? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought at 21-14 it was sloppy. You know, like, that's where I'm not naive enough to know we hit a 60-yard quarterback draw and now all of a sudden we're good. Like, like that, that can't – that's part of our offense, but that was the, the best way we could generate offense at the time, you know. I could tell we weren't pitching and catching. I could tell that we weren't running it effectively. I could tell defensively that we weren't edged up in the fly sweep stuff like we need to be. So you knew, like, like they got good coaches. So you knew they were gonna go back to what's working for them. And we are trying to fix what isn't working for us while still maintaining and putting together drives. Um, so I, I don't know that I thought the roof was gonna cave in, but I certainly knew we weren't playing well. Holistically, you know, similar to what I asked you in Birmingham, you know, three, three and three, midway point in the season. When you take a step back of, of, of where you where you've been at since December, are you holistically pleased that kind of where this rebuild is sitting? You know, just where you, you know from December to now. I am pleased with the fact that our guys are very coachable and holistically pleased with that up until Saturday, I thought our effort was better than everybody we played against. Um, I, I, I know I've said this before, I try not to reflect on a whole lot other than one week at a time 
and see where we're at. I also don't super reflect on the record part because I, I don't think it matters until the very end when you can go back and really dissect what, what happened and, and how you can fix it. I look at in six weeks what's working, what's not, how do we fix what's not, how do we do what's working better. Um, but again, I think the part I'm disheartened about and I was up until Sunday at about four o'clock when I had to like smack myself in the face and say, let's like now is the point where you got to keep it moving. But I was disheartened that our best players didn't play well. I was I thought that UAB played harder than we did at times. Like that's the stuff that eats at me. Like like don't sleep, like ready to figure out exactly why that is. And so holistically up until Saturday, I would have told you I was really happy with our effort, our attitude, the intent to get better. Um, and then Saturday, I thought we took a giant step back in that regard. And so recalibrate, and I'll be able to answer that question again next week. But I really think it's week to week. I think what's really hard for 18 to 22-year-olds to do, and I, I think it's hard for grown-ups, but I also think it, it's like extra hard for those guys is like it feels like for guys that have been here, and honestly, in a lot of ways, guys that have transferred here, like you're playing meaningful games in the middle of October, like you're playing, you're in the middle of what certainly feels like a wide open conference that you can just like chip away at and see where you are at the end. So you're playing meaningful games. I don't know the last time we were playing meaningful games here. And so it all matters. So the coaches are hyper aware of that. The guys are hyper aware of that, but it's this up and down roller coaster of emotions for them. And I know I mentioned this in here probably a week ago. Like we talk about the inner circle, like everybody's job out there is to tell you what they think uh, from you guys to their families to uh, whoever, their high school coaches. Everybody's job, honestly, in a lot of ways from their families and their coaches and like their jobs tell them how good they are and how good they're doing, as I tell my kiddos. Our job is to tell them the truth. And so there's like this, this circle of social media is telling them I'm the top guy in the country in total offense, and I'm the conference player of the week, and I'm this, and I'm that. And we're sitting here saying, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. And so the battle is constantly, man, like we're telling you the truth. We're telling you where you are, where you gotta go, where you gotta get better like everything, like we're, we're telling you how to be hydrated and how to eat right and sleep right and all of this, like listen to us, like, like, but that's the battle, right? And it's getting harder and harder. That part of it, I think our job is getting harder and harder, but we, where, where I'm encouraged, and I told him on Monday, like there was a hundred and whatever guys sitting in the room and we had 84 on the trip. Like I am so enthused by, like energized by the 84 dudes that were on that trip. Like when I walked in there Saturday morning, I'm, I told them, same thing I told them Monday, there ain't 84 dudes I'd rather go to battle with than you guys. Because there is this loyalty to each other. They are looking out for each other. There's no split in the team. That's where I'm encouraged. And I probably should have said it, but internally, like we were getting our butts whooped on Saturday and got into the middle of the third quarter. I'm like, man, like we're getting, punched and counterpunched and at times we're answering at times we're not we're battling at times we're playing as hard as we can at times I think we're feeling sorry for ourselves but then they come over to the sideline and they're picking each other up and like 
I don't see a split, and, and at least right now, and that's what I'm guarding against, is that as we continue, and I've said this before, we're building a program, we're not building a team. And so as we're building a program and laying a foundation, like that's what I'm super critical of, and I'm pleased with where we are there. So it's a fascinating journey. So I haven't like reflected back on much of anything other than a week by week. So what you're referring to about hearing the noise and then being told the truth, is that just a battle that you've waged forever? Oh yeah. Or do, you, do you kids reach a maturity level where they can block it out and they don't care? They're, they're about the next week and that's all they're hearing and, and it doesn't matter what anybody's saying. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's probably a battle forever. Like I, I've been at programs that are established. I've been at programs that you're building. I think the higher the standard is and the higher the expectations are, the more outside noise and influence there is. But our job is to get this place at a at a point where there are expectations and there is a standard. Uh, when there are expectations, one, that means people care. Two, that means you've done something right. And going into last week, there was expectations and there was a standard that we were going to go win that football game. And so that's a good thing. Like, that's where you want it. But for our guys, the, the emphasis on all of it is it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Like, you still got to go play it. That's what's so cool about college football. You saw it on Saturday. Like, Anybody can win at any point, and when you get into conference play, we are at a point where the talent is relatively even. So now it comes down to who's more prepared, who's well coached, who is mentally and physically ready to play on Saturday, because there's not a talent gap anymore. Alex, you mentioned the players, the loyalty they've shown towards one another. Is that the most pleasing aspect to you so far? It's probably the most important thing I care about is that that it's really twofold. It's one, that they play as a team, that they never turn on each other, that they have each other's backs, which in turn is complimentary football, and two, that they're playing harder than their opponent. And so if both of those things are right, I think you got a shot. Now we got to go, we got to go coach it the right way, we got to execute the right way, but you got a shot. When the conference uh, made USF and FAU permanent or annual opponents, they talked about potential rivalries. Do you see them as FAU's potential rival? Is that something you care about, talk about? No, I don't care. Um, I, I, I don't know if it should be, shouldn't be. Like, I think it'd probably fall under the category of something that's probably for somebody else to care about. But it's our next opponent. It's an in-state opponent. A lot of these guys know each other. We've got two coaches on our staff that just came from there. Um, there's probably some personal storylines in there that we can we can create in our building, which is fun. And um, I try to make it all personal, so it'll be good. Well, of all the things you're trying to build here long term, how how important is it to make your home field a place where nobody wants to come, where you dominate, and where you put a product out there where no matter who you're playing? People are going to come watch you play. Yeah, I think I think putting a good product out there, an entertaining product, is is important. I think people being in the stands is really important. You saw it against Alabama, where that place was rocking. It was fun. It was it was awesome. I thought the next week our students showing up, and I'm super grateful for that. That was fun down in that end zone. I kept looking down there, like man, that'd be fun to go drink a beer and hang out down there. Um, but after the game, uh, it'd be fun. But um, <laughs> 
but I think it's it's the coolest thing about college football. You know, when when it gets dark and those green lights come on, that's pretty neat. And um, and I think that's a challenge to our fan base and certainly our students is is to show up and give us a home field advantage. Um, it's and not because we deserve anything, but because it is a fun product. We play fun, fun. Um, a fun brand of football defensively. We fly around. We put our hat on people and offensively we, we play fast and balls in the air and it's a lot of fun to watch. So I encourage everybody to come out. I don't know what's going on in Tampa Saturday afternoon, but I don't imagine you could get a better value for two teams getting after each other. It'll be fun. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Go Bulls. What did you think of what happened on Saturday overall, and how do you move, move past it and get better? Uh, it's pretty evident that that wasn't us. Uh, we haven't played like that, um, but that one time since the last what five six weeks, I haven't seen that type of team since you know spring ball. That's not us. Uh, we. I mean, that's what we put on film, but that's not us. We are far from that. We came a long way, and um, it kind of hurt watching that film because we knew that wasn't us that day. That's not what type of team we are. We're a physical team. We run fast, and we did the totally, totally um, opposite of that um, Saturday. But, you know, um, one thing I can say, guys, we all came in. Nobody had no excuses. We all owned up to the things that we did in the game, and we moved on. We going forward with it. And today, today's practice was awesome. When I say, like, Coach Bradley had to step in, Coach Orlando had to step in, like, guys out there, like, leading. And so that's the positive. Nobody came in with their heads down. So uh, I think, like, the guys, we, we over that. Like, compared to, like, how we play and how their practices look today, it's two different worlds. So we in good shape. I feel like. Because of that, Rashawn, it was maybe Saturday somewhat, for the lack of better, a wake-up call. And saying, hey, maybe you're not where you're at. You know, let's reset and you know, and then have um, like you did today. Um, I'll say something like that. You know, um, Coach Goldie speaks on that every week, that we not that good enough to not go out there and take a team lightly. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm glad that kind of happened to us because, you know, um, it's good to know that anybody in this country can beat you if you're not on your A game, no matter what the record is. And I feel like we got tal enough talent, talented um, guys on the team to go with to um, compete with anybody when we um, on our best. So it's um we just just knowing that we go back out there again with that type of attitude, the same result, you're gonna get the same result. But when this team is at their best, man, we locked in. Um like I said, I'll take us over anybody. You know, you just said you're not upset with the loss because now it's a wake up call, but when you lose a game like that, is it easier to come back from than to lose a game where your guy hits a field goal on the last second and you gotta review every play in your mind? Uh, I I'm, don't get me wrong. I am upset with the result, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, a loss is a loss, you know. So I don't care if you lose by fifty or lose by th three points. A loss is a loss, and uh, the end result, no matter how many stats you have, any of that, we all we trying to get a W each week going and those. So that's really the end result. What did you, you see that was the the issue um, with giving up as many explosive plays as you guys did on Saturday? Uh, like I said, we just won the defense that we were the, um, the previous five weeks before that. We wasn't, fly, we wasn't flying around and hitting people. Like, we were known for, like, for being physical. Like The whole country talks about how hard this defense has been playing, 
how fast we are, how like violent we've been playing. You hear that? I'll go home and rewatch the game. That's all they talk about, how violent we were, in the, um, especially in the box. And that we just we didn't do none of that. And you, it, that was the result of the game. They ran for so many yards. And I feel like we've been playing like some pretty good like run defense the whole year. Yeah. Is the hardest thing waiting for next Saturday to get back on the field so you can show people that last week isn't you? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, one thing I can say, we don't really worry about what other people think about this team because at the end of the day, they don't see what we go through, um, see what we've been through since January. And I feel like me personally, just being around the team, I feel like guys were just ready to get back to practice. Like, that's all we talked about after the game. Like, when we get back to practice, we're going to fix this. So I feel like the game, we're just going to leave that in front of us. And just it's really the process like Coach talked about. I know that's Coach talk, but it's real talk. Like, the guys process. A lot of guys was last week we met up. They said they process just wasn't – process was messed up last week. Guys, accountability, accountability issues and stuff like that. So just this week, just everybody getting their process back going how it was the previous five weeks. I feel like we'll be fine. Sounds like this is truly becoming a band of brothers. Oh, most definitely, man. Uh, I feel like we've been that way for a while now. And that's the thing. Is, that's, the, that's what I feel like hurt me the most, just going out there and, lo- going out there and losing. And, you know, just, just seeing how my brothers feel, man. Because I know, like, when you win, it only brings you, like, even tighter together, man. We, you know, here for the last few years, we haven't had we, – we don't know how to win, you know. And um, just being able to get a little taste of winning, I feel like that really bring, brought us, brings us closer together. Like we are more connected than ever. Like I'm talking to guys that I've never talked to before. Even the, everybody feel that way. So I definitely feel like this is a great brotherhood right now. And this team, even with that loss, man, we still tightly together. You're six games in, you got six games to go. You're at the midway point, you're sitting at 500. Um, from December to now, just are you overall holistically pleased with how this how this rebuild of this program has come since December? Oh, most definitely. Uh, like I say, um, he talked about like um, brotherhood. I feel like that's the biggest piece that we have now that we didn't have in the past. Like we are really like a tight group, like guys. And it started in started in January, man. And coach talked about it when he first got here. We got to love each other. We got to love our teammates. And since January, when those winter workouts started, and we had guys in the locker room, like literally all day playing ping pong, pool, playing a video game. And that's something you don't really see. Guys who just want to go work out, go to practice, and get up out of here and go home. Like even now, it's, somebody's going to be in the locker room. And so like that's really like the biggest improvement. And like you see how like you get on that field, you want to play hard for your brother. So I'm definitely pleased with it, but at the end of the day, man, we haven't did anything. If like, if we happy with winning three games, then that's still a loser mindset. We didn't really get nowhere, but most definitely, um, like I said, this week of practice so far, man, has improved a lot, and I can't wait to get back to going on the field. Yeah. What do you know about FAU so far? Um, their their record don't like that's not them when you look at that film, uh, especially offensively. They have a great running back, pretty good offensive line. Like they play well together. And so, really, um, that's a team who's going to fight, you know. Like, last week, record don't, <laughs> don't – yeah, that's a good team. Like, even watching the film, watching them play UGA, they played those guys well. So, even watching FAU play Illinois well. So, those guys are going to fight to the end. Pretty good athletes. And it's going to be a dog fight. Do you view them as a rival, as another in-state school, or just another team? 
I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, guys on the team, like, know a lot of their players went to high school with them and stuff like that. But at the end of this, another opponent, I feel like we should look at all opponents the same. Coach was saying earlier that, uh, you know, after all these games he talks to, you know, coaches give you the truth. But, you know, when you're on the social media or families, you know, they're going to build you up and a lot of talk. <laughs> you guys winning the last few weeks about, you know, contending for the conference, bowl game, all, you know, all that kind of stuff. Is it tough for a player not to get caught up in that and to stay in that focus and, and not start looking ahead? Oh, most definitely. You know, um, I actually had to win. I went on and deleted my Twitter account because it's so – you get caught up in it and, you know, it's hard. We human beings at the end of the day. I know Coach tell us not to worry about it. But if you see that stuff, man, you'll get caught up in it. Like, when we was winning, oh, we here, we first in the conference. We actually might continue to be um, conference champs. Then we lose, it's, it's the worst team ever. This team is this and that. So I just went on and deleted it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, family too, man. They talk about how good we are. But one thing I can say, that's why I'm grateful to have the dad I have, man. He keep it, he keep it real with me. Even if we win, it's some negative. He, like, he, he gonna say about how I gotta get better at this and that. And so, um, it, we, it definitely played like huge role. So, I mean, I, we coach tell guys don't get caught up in that a lot, and you know, guys on social media, so they see it. Yeah. At one play you had, I can't remember the circumstances, but that was a very impressive TFL. Uh, is that about as good a play as you made since you've been here? Do you know what I'm talking about? You, oh yeah, uh, I made a couple of them. I think I do know what you're talking about, but uh, I wouldn't say that's the most impressive one. Uh, I feel like last year, I don't really want to talk about last year versus BYU. That's one of the most impressive plays I ever had. Uh, I did something I never did before. I don't know how I mean, early in the season, you were talking about maybe favorite, you know, your leg and just yeah. it seems like you're back. It seems like you're you're going yeah. full speed and you're, you're confident. Um, that just come with practicing. Um, I feel like last week that was like the best week of practice that I ever had. And you know, just going up with me with Coach KP, he's on me every day and telling me I got to pick it up, keep picking it up. But I definitely feel like. Um, that, that was a game that got me back in my groove. I felt like I was moving a lot better. So I'm um, interested to see how this week go if I go through practice again like last week. Thank you, Chef. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right, Senator Mike Boston. Hey, everybody doing today? Hey, Mike. Thank you, Mike. What's your mindset after uh, Saturday? Uh, Saturday before coming? Mindset is we got a lot to work on. Um, they played well. They played hard. They played uh, fast and physical and aggressive. Um, but you got to take uh, the coaching from the film and from Saturday. You got to apply it to next week. Uh, you got to keep moving forward. And then you got to look on FAU and they're a good football team. So you got to get ready for them. What did you guys do wrong? Uh, for me up front, just getting us on the right calls, getting us in the right checks, uh, being physical in the run game. We didn't run the ball that well. And it starts with us up front. Uh, we got to set the line of scrimmage better. And then also in pass protection, giving Byron enough time to where he feels comfortable. He can deliver deep balls, short balls, uh, really just settle in there and be able to play his game. Is this a game where you now know, let's not even bother looking at the record. Those people on the other side in different color uniform, they're going to be pretty good no matter what, right? For sure, for sure. Uh, when you turn on the film, it's not the record that shows. FAU plays well. Their front seven is really good. Their back end solid too. Um, they play hard. They fly around to the football. Um, so yeah, you can't look at the record. Uh, you gotta turn on the tape to show to see 
what they're actually talking about. Did they do anything different that you didn't expect on defense? Uh, not really. The coaches did a good job of, of getting us ready to handle the different checks, the different blitzes and twists. Uh, we just got to execute uh, up front all across the board. It starts with me first, getting us on the right hats, getting us on the right bodies. And then also coming off to the sideline, being able to communicate uh, what I'm seeing out there, being able to give uh, Coach Hoodie and Coach Golish uh, the different the different reads and stuff like that. So I'd say responsibility for that one. What do you feel like has to be done to kind of spring that traditional running run, run game? Because after Western Kentucky, you've had you know maybe K1 or Nate Juan have a have a good game, but haven't been able to get that whole stable of backs kind of going. What's what you guys have to do up front to? get those guys going and not just have to rely on, on Byron's legs? I feel like it starts with the first drive, uh, you know, setting the tone off early and then playing like that through all four quarters. Um, Coach talks about leaning on people. I feel like we haven't been leaning on guys as we should, especially in the run game. Um, it starts with us up front. We got to be able to come off and show our dominance early and fast in the game to kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. Obviously, game situation kind of dictates what your play calls are going to be. Do you feel like getting down 14 early this week and last week, kind of, uh, you know, uh, the, or the last two weeks, rather, do you feel like kind of played into to, to not running the ball as much? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we were down 14 against Navy. We still ran the ball. Um, I just feel like if the run isn't going as well, uh, he's got to be able to trust the line. So... That starts with us, you know, being able to move, push piles. Uh, those two-yard runs should be turning into fours and sixes and eights. And then um, you just got to keep leaning and then keep driving. How would you assess the O-line with, you know, Don O'L, Kilfoyle got hurt, RJ's playing all over the place, just what, what you're seeing from the group with, with, with the injuries and with the, the shifting of players? I mean, we're banged up for sure, um, but I do – I love that guys are stepping in. Um, it's the next man up mentality. I mean, you got Colbert playing right guard, left guard, you know, kind of fitting in there. You got RJ playing around left tackle, right tackle. I mean, he's kind of the Swiss Army knife of the group right now. Um, Killfoil went down, but he's fighting back, uh, fighting back to get healthy, getting ready to play on Saturday. So I just love how it's not, man, like I'm hurt. Like guys aren't complaining. They're going to uh, put in the work. Monday through Saturday, so that they'll be able to ready to make plays on Saturday. You got six games under your belt. You got six games to go. Um, just you know, you're 500 right now. Just since December, are you overall pleased with kind of where this rebuild is? Uh, me personally, I, w I don't think so. Um, I think I feel like you watched the tape through the last six games. We got a lot left out on the field in every game. I mean, the games that we won, the games that we lost. Um, you can ask anybody. I feel like we're not pleased at all with where we're going. Um, but we also, it's a learning process. I mean, guys got to be able to learn. This is our first time, all of us together, playing real, like, snaps, real minutes. So it's going to take some time to get there. But, I mean, we got a long ways to go. I mean, I like where we are, like, as a group. But we just got a lot of work to do for sure. You know, Coach talked about playing meaningful football games now. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys, six games in, there wasn't meaningful football then. Now there is. How important is that? I mean, I feel like every game is meaningful, you know, because um, it's the next game. Uh, you never know when the game's going to be taken away from you. So you got to make every every play count, every game count, every snap count. So it's important. 
especially here on out, you know, got to be able to win the conference and win the next game. Mike, you say you like where you are as a group. What do you like most about this team? Um, the hunger that guys have to come out and be better every day. Uh, last Tuesday wasn't our best practice. This Tuesday, guys were flying around. Guys had an intent to come uh, play fast, fix what was going on on Saturday from the tape, and take the coaching and take over, um, and really work on what they, what needs to be worked on so it doesn't happen again on Saturdays. So you come home after two road games. Uh, could you talk about the, the home field advantage that you, you think you have here and what what's needed to make it a home field advantage, whether it's you know, just the environment, bunch of fans, what what makes, you know, is this a tough place to play or what do you, what do you guys have to do to make it an even tougher place to play? Uh, I feel like it's huge to have a good home field advantage. You know, one, not traveling as much. Because uh, travel does take a toll on your body. You got to rehydrate. You got to re. You got to be able to eat. You got to get, get your sleep in. So I feel like one travel, uh, it's not that big. Um, and then just having the fans come out, uh, I really appreciate the fans and what they've been doing for us uh, so far. But you still got to be able to bring your own juice, bring your own energy. Uh, that starts with making plays fast, and then I feel like the fans will kind of feed into that as well. Do you know a lot of guys on it? Uh, I know a couple, um, but not like as many, uh, so it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a fun game to play those guys, too. Coach was saying, too, that, you know, when when, um, when the coaches are talking to you guys after a game, you know, they tell you the truth. Sometimes you get it from the family or from social media, you get a different view. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, a, it's either inflated or it's a disaster, right? Yeah. It's one, one of the, so how, how, do you, how do you kind of view that with, you know, you knowing what's going on and the noise you, you hear from, from your people? Mm -hmm. What's real? I feel like I feel like you have to have a good ground, a good middle in between everything. I mean, like I'm a human. Like I'm a like I'm on social media. Like I'm gonna look at what people are saying, you know, because you feel good, you know. We were we were two and zero, number one in the conference. Um, but then we lost on Saturday. It's like man, like I don't know, I don't know if USS back. I mean, you gotta be able to. At some point, you got to be able to shut off um, and not listen to what everybody else is saying because it really matters is what the people, like the coaches, your teammates, they're holding you accountable. And especially the film, like what you see on the film is what is a reflection of yourself. Are you a 3-3 three three team? Is it, you know, Bill Parcells said you are what your record is. You know, you could make an argument, hey, if we did this and we did that, we'd have a better record. But are, are you who you are? Is that... You know, based on what's happened? I don't feel like the record reflects uh, what the film says. I mean, guys play hard every single wow. week. Um, and guys will guys will really lay themselves out on the line for their brothers next to them. So I don't think we're a 3-3 three and three team. Um, you turn on the tape, tape says, this tape speaks for itself.